Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. It will be a busy week ahead with flash PMI and inflation data dominating the agenda. We'll also discuss how pressure is mounting on the ECB and Bank of Japan as other central banks ramp up their rate hikes. I'm Maria Pachardes and joining me is lead investment analyst Rafi Boyajian. So Rafi, let's start with the European Central Bank, which has signaled quite clearly that it will hike rates by 25 basis points on Thursday. But what about going forward? What should we expect and how might the euro be affected? Well, Maria, that's the real question that investors uh, will be looking for on Thursday because we know what they're going to do uh, next week uh, at, the, at the July meeting. Uh, but the question is what's going to come after that. Uh, a lot of policymakers uh, have uh, publicly stated that they would like to see 50 basis point rate hike in September. Um, so that's a strong possibility. Uh, but I guess the thing is, is the ECB going to commit itself uh, to 50 basis points? or maybe even a 75 basis point, uh, they might want to keep their options open given uh, the, uh, the extent of the uncertainty we have at the moment surrounding the, um, the energy crisis. Uh, and now there's the real possibility that, that Russia might cut off gas supplies uh, to Europe. Uh, so they might not want to pre-commit, but they will probably give a fairly strong hint uh, that a 50 basis point, uh, you know, is a strong uh, possibility uh, for September. Uh, we're also going to get uh, some updated forecasts, so that could also weigh on the euro. If, for example, uh, they downgrade their growth forecasts, um, and even if we see up uh, higher revisions to the inflation forecasts, uh, that might not necessarily. Uh, be positive for the euro because it would probably uh, heighten the risks of stagflation uh, in the euro area. Uh, so overall, uh, it's hard to see the euro uh, stabilizing. Uh, if it does stabilize, it would probably come. Um, it would probably be down to um, the dollar rally kind of cooling off a little bit. Uh, the euro has been testing parity against the dollar for a few days now. Um, it's, we're going to have to wait and see if the ECB decision uh, will uh, boost the above parity or below. Another currency that has struggled due to the dollar surge is the Japanese yen. Do you think the Bank of Japan may finally make some policy changes this week to save the yen? Well, we've had no indication whatsoever that the Bank of Japan is anywhere near uh, making any policy uh, changes, but uh, the, it's getting pretty bad as far as the yen is concerned. It's come close to reaching the 140 uh, level against the US dollar. Uh, and that's uh, only adding to the pain for Japanese businesses and consumers as far as, uh, you know, importing uh, higher inflation uh, on top of, of course, the, the big surge in energy prices. Um, and of course, no other country uh, will consider helping intervening, you know, in, in terms of supporting the Japanese yen uh, when the, the yen's uh, plunge is pretty much down to the Bank of Japan policy, their yield curve control policy. Uh, so it is possible that the Bank of Japan 
may make some uh, tweaks to this yield curve control policy at the moment. Uh, they've got the 0% target on a 10-year yield uh, with a band of plus and minus 25 basis points. They could raise perhaps the target from 0 to 0.5% and then widen the band uh, from 25 to 50 basis points. That would give them a much more leeway uh, and would also significantly boost the Japanese yen. So that's a possible surprise that we cannot rule out because if the Bank of Japan uh, is going to make changes, they would want to shock the markets rather than guide them uh, in advance because if they do that, then uh, you know they, they will not be able to maintain the current uh, yield curve control policy. So that's something, uh, it, it is a possibility. We've had no indication of that. Uh, it's, there, there could be some surprises potentially. Moving to the UK now, we'll get the employment report on Tuesday, followed by CPI numbers on Wednesday, and retail sales and flash PMIs on Friday. Is any of this data likely to impact the pound? Well, of course, the focus will be on inflation data. Uh, in the inflation in the UK, of course, uh, is one of the highest uh, at the moment. Um, but, uh, the, you know, it's basically a similar situation to the euro area where uh, higher inflation, uh, which would translate to higher interest rates, might not necessarily boost the currency because that would only heighten fears of a recession. Uh, UK inflation stood at 9.1% in May. It could uh, tick up uh, even higher uh, in June. Uh, so that could, in fact, weigh on the pound. So if the pound is, anything is going to help the pound next week, it might come from the other data. So for example, if you see positive surprises uh, in the flash PMIs, uh, in, the, in the employment report, as well as retail sales, uh, that would perhaps uh, lessen the, the risk of a recession. We already had some surprisingly upbeat GDP data. Uh, so if you get more signs that uh, recession isn't, uh, the risk of recession isn't quite as high as uh, investors had been fearing, uh, that might be what could uh, provide some support to sterling next week. CPI numbers are due in Canada and New Zealand too. Even though the Bank of Canada just hiked rates by a massive 100 basis points, the Canadian dollar did not benefit. What are the risks for the loonie and kiwi from the data? Well, indeed, it's been surprising how the loonie reacted to that shock, uh, massive uh, rate hike. Um, and we're probably going to see uh, inflation in both New Zealand and Canada heading higher next week. Uh, but, uh, you know, after 100 basis point rate hike, you can't get more hawkish than that. Uh, so it's doubtful to what extent the loonie uh, would benefit from any positive surprises in the CPI figures. And same for the uh, New Zealand dollar because the RBNZ has already hiked rates by 50 basis points several times um, and um, many investors believe that they've only got one more 50 basis point hike le left after that they will probably uh, you know go at a lower a slower pace uh, so we might not see much boost to either the Kiwi or the Looney from next week's uh, inflation data. And finally over in the US we'll get housing data for June next week and the flash July PMIs on Friday. Is this data or anything else likely to knock the dollar off its pedestal? 
well, both the housing uh, and the PMI numbers, uh, they will be pretty good uh, indicators as to uh, where the US economy stands, uh, because of course housing market is directly impacted from higher interest rates uh, and the PMIs are uh, forward looking, so uh, it gives us some indication as to um, how business activity is holding up against uh, the current backdrop of rising rates and uh, soaring uh, inflation. Um, so we could see some reaction in the dollar uh, to those uh, data, but really because the Fed meeting uh, is coming up the week after that, uh, the Fed decision, uh, next decision is on July 27th, we've got a flat uh, Fed uh, blackout period. Uh, a lot of investors will probably uh, prefer to sit, sit on the sidelines, uh, so maybe you might not see huge reaction in the dollar. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com for this weekly outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.